There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett Fesley. Big Dick Toledo around the corner. We're ready to go. Another perfect morning. Go stand in it again. October, November. You're not embracing this every single day. You're making a terrible mistake. I got I had some a bunch of stuff to do in the afternoon yesterday, prepping for a thing at night, and then... Uh, in the middle of that, I had the opening to go to another Fall League baseball game. So, when again, it. oh my God, it's just the greatest sitting in that weather and watching baseball in fall. It's amazing. I, I want to shut up about it because, by the way, the championship game is Saturday night. It's already over Saturday. So, guess who's going to be there? This guy right here. <laughs> it's fun to watch. You get a lot of great prospects. I mean, there's been some great players that have come through. And Albert Pujols has been here. Derek Cheater's been through this thing. So you see a lot of these guys before. You don't know it when you're watching yeah. them, but a few years later, you're like, oh. Uh, I remember that dude. Gabe Marino, the catcher for the Diamondbacks, was a huge deal last year. And everybody's going nuts over him, and he's here now. And you just get to see all these. these and they're playing for something, too. And these guys, they actually play. It's a league with a championship. It's not just practice. It's pretty fun. And it's 10 bucks. Oh, so sitting in that weather. And then I had, and then after that, I went over to... Uh, Santisi Brothers, where I haven't been in forever, and uh, John and Dean Santini, they, Santisi, who run the place and have been for 30 million years, started a new charity thing where they're doing wines now, and all the proceeds for the wines go to dog charities. And, of course, he's going to, if he was here, he'd confirm this, but he came over to me and said, I was the inspiration. Isn't it amazing? Nice. What a day. He plays in our golf tournament. Remember when we had a golf tournament? I, years yeah. ago, years ago, Man. lawyers really screwed that up. But he said, uh, yeah, he's looking around. He said, I got an idea to do this, this, and this for the golf tournament from your thing and putting your stamp on it. And then he talked to Kurt Warner, and Kurt Warner said, uh, make a mark in life. And he's like, oh, my God. And I told him that having recently learned the words to Thunderdome by Tina Turner, uh, one of the lines is, we only leave a mark. Uh, what do we want in life? And I was like, yes. And he's very inspirational. So we had these moments last night. And delicious pizza on top of it all. So thanks to Santisi Brothers. And if you go there, the dude is just basically handing over charity money like crazy. He's been doing this so long. You start seeing somebody who's had a lot of success with what he's done in his life. And the next thing you know, he's like, ah. It's, I don't know if it's guilt, if you feel guilty later in life, or if it's just a write-off. But uh, he's just a good dude, and he's starting going, yeah, i got to give all this back. And he's starting to hand a ton of it back. He's got new ideas, and it all goes another direction. And you're like, man, what a good dude. So thanks to John Santisi for hosting that lesson. The place was packed, too. Got my Italian redneck combo over there, the fettuccine Alfredo with ribs. Is that, is that what he's got on the menu? Just, I just got well, some pizza. Well, he call it. To, I, That's I, what you call it. Yeah. It's amazing that you know that. Is it? Well, not really. <laughs> I guess you're right. At this point, why am I still amazed? The man lives 60 miles from Santisi Brothers. He can remember something on the menu. That's that's impressive, Brady. That is savant-like in its own way. Very much. A brain just for menus. Probably never read a book all the way through, but you've got menus memorized like you're Stephen Hawking. It's a, pr- it's a pretty impressive feat, but 
Uh, thanks to Santisi. I There's one th- book I've read completely through. It's a cookbook. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure, no. yeah. It's, and you loved how it ended because you were full. It made a ton of sense. Yeah, he's, it was great, though. So thanks to the Santisi brothers and everybody out there. They were really nice. And a couple of cases of wine later, guess what you guys are getting for Christmas? That's right. Wine. Sweet. Nice. It's a good gift. A better gift that you buy something from somebody and every penny of the proceeds goes to a charity that you're, you know, like a dog charity. He's got animal charities. And uh, he even said that if you want to, this is a pretty cool thing. I told him I, he didn't know I'd talk about it. But if you wanted to do an event and you bought his wine, he would, uh, like, he, he can put your, your dog on the, on the label and donate to whatever you want it to go to. Cool. So it's because he's that in total cool. charge of it. So it's a great thing. And the wine was really good. So thank you, Mr. Santisi and brother. I didn't see Dean, but uh, John's awesome. Good dude. And frequent the Santisi brothers if you're in the area. If you can find a place to sit down, the place was bananas. They got a jajillion televisions. and There's a reason why it's been around for years. It's good. He's done a good job. It's pretty fun. So thanks to the Santisis. Then I get home and I turn the TV on and I about conk out immediately. I had a long day. Uh, but the last thing I see is uh, the Republican presidential debate. And I, I just so shake my head. I forgot about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, well, I did too. They're calling each other scum. And the thing that dawned on me last night, and I don't want to. I don't want to be political at all. Any like, I don't even want to have a stance. I, I don't know how. Again, I don't know how anybody gets on these teams. These people that I watched last night for a few minutes on the replay because I watched they reran it or yeah. something. I'm watching it again. I'm like, they're on the same side. Mortal so, enemies right now. Yeah, and I'm watching people generally in life get played like pawns on a chessboard, talking about the Republican this and the Democrat that they've got us so separated. And in camps, and they're not even in the same camp with each other. You'd think that as united as we seem with our division, as far as I'm either this or I'm this and there's no in-between, the, the, the party that the people are you know drooling over would at least be on the same page. They hate each other. And here's the weird thing about Crazy. it. It, it, it dawned on me the last cycle when, um, when Biden was there and he came out of the blue because he was really quiet and like, oh, he's he was losing. Guy. Yeah. And then the person that was just ripping on him. The meanest one. Kamala. Yeah. And then, him. then it's decided he's going, you guys are teaming up. Kamala, in a thing four years ago, told him, you're the reason I had to take separate buses to school. Right. You That's were for right. segregation, you son of a bitch. You're part of an elderly generation that doesn't. Oh, yeah, I'll be your vice president. Absolutely. Never mind. So I most of us forget it. Right. So these debates just go at it. Because we're so blinded by the tribalism of what they want us to be, which is all in. Again, it's like sports. They're playing your loyalty card. Oh, you're a Democrat who doesn't believe in that. Well, I guess you're not a real one. And you start going, oh, wait a minute, no, why are we, why are we sitting back here having so many miserable, awful discussions and Thanksgiving right around the corner and these debates are going to cause nothing but trouble when the parties themselves aren't on the same page? Last night was embarrassing. How in the world is an 80-year-old Trump and a 900-year-old Biden, after watching that last night, you're still like, those are the best options? How can no one rise to the top? And the funniest thing, they're saying the winner of the debate was the guy that wasn't there. Where's Trump? Trump? Yeah. Yeah. But no question about it. The, oh, that's the party. They always say the cream will rise. And in this particular case, the cream is Trump. And the cream will rise in the Democrat. And then it's Biden. They're the two best options because everything else is worse. How in the world are we, are we so wrapped up in politics to where we care about these idiots? 
It's so hard for me to understand how anybody's like, no, I'm staunch this or I can't get enough of that. Like you've got to you've got to recognize how bad both sides are, and we got to be clamoring for a decent human being to come out of the fray and just say, I'm I'm not dealing with this. They wouldn't win. A decent human being wouldn't get our attention right now because we're into the real housewives of politics now. We love the fighting. We love the we love when Nikki Haley called uh, Rashwami a scum. Oh, you're scum, and everybody's like, "Ooh, that was the highlight Don't of the debate." Leave my daughter. Yeah, out and of all he said was, "Your daughter's yeah. on TikTok." Oh, you get your daughter out of my or out of your voice. You even said it wrong. She's too stupid to and get Will it right. Will Smith went over there, yeah. and smacked him. <laughs> that would. Uh, I uh, wish uh, that would have happened. Well, it kind of did. She goes, "You're scum," and everybody's like, "Oh, that's the best part of the debate." Is that really what's going to fix she anything that's it. going on? Is that really the best political statement of the night? Nikki Haley called that guy scum. What a great moment for politics. Like, oh, how do you... I need people to explain it to me, how they can, how do, they can side with either side. Do you think it's possible now to even... I mean, on the... Because once uh, oh, they choose a panic, uh, you know, a candidate, for whatever it is. I mean, look at this Speaker of the House deal. That oh. the person is put up there and they're immediately... You can cut them down with just flooding of... Uh, I don't, I don't, attack everybody. Inaccurate yep. information, whatever accurate information. Republican Party's crazy. Democrat uh, Democratic Party is impotent. These are our choices: crazy or impotent. I just, I just don't understand how anybody's on that. Take crazy; it's more entertaining. Hey, crazy is more entertaining. Uh, if I'm leaning one direction, it's crazy. Think about the the uh, the ex women in your life and stuff. The crazy ones. <laughs> They're more fun. Yeah. They're more fun to. It's f- an f- adventure. F- yes. But yeah, you're right, Brad. They're more fun to f- for about four years, and they're like, yeah, I gotta get this I'm bitch out of my life. Up. I look at this like uh, sports, though, like the way my Cubbies thing has gone over the last year of how I watched them prey on my loyalties, how I watched them do everything they wanted to do and then lean back on my childhood, lean back on what I truly think inside, like my core, and say things like, yeah, but we do. We're the ones who gave you this or we're the ones who are like, yeah, that's true. And you kind of hope that they still have that inside them to be what you want them to be rather than what they actually are. Like, I want the Cubs to be my childhood f- feelings. They're just not anymore. But every time I start to say things like, well, I just, then I won't be part of this. Oh, you're quitting on your entire... They, they, they make it seem the like guilt. you're giving up your entire life. You're, you're, you're leaving family. Like, they don't care. And politics has become sports more than it ever has been. It's always been that way. But this is brutal. Calling somebody scum and screaming about this and that. It's like, oh, my God. That's, how, is, how is the cream not rising? And again, I say this uh, with some humility, but not much. I'm better than the people that are on the stage. And I think a lot of people watching feel that way. That scares me. The most powerful position in the world should not have me sitting at home going, I think I could do this. I I can at least get through these debates. I'd do a pretty good job on this stage making these people not look bad, but I I could shine on that stage and look, I, I know I could. Without any training at all, I could sit up on one of those podiums, at least come across as a respectable human being and and just decent. That's it. And I'm not that great. I got a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> but these guys somehow managed to make it so I'm like, I just want all of them to go away. You yeah, can, your scum of the earth rip would have been completely different. I wouldn't have said it. It would have been two, mm. two minutes long. Yeah, and just It would have been beautiful. A, been a roasting, a mini roast. It could have been. I had an opportunity to roast a 15-year-old girl last night. I chose not to. I showed She was a kind of a, a B-word. So I was like, all right, I'm going to attack you. And then I'm like, you know what? No. Rise above it. Rise above this. Although this would be really easy. And that's what I looked at last night. A bunch of 15-year-old kids arguing. And I'm like, this is an easy win. 
There's like 10 avenues to win this. No problem. And it isn't about, and that's the problem. I think people think that winning is getting in there and having better insults. I wouldn't do it. Well, their, their consultants would say, you know, oh, and then you don't say anything. You look weak. It isn't about saying, it's, that's look, the problem. Saying nothing people. is not the answer to screaming insults. Uh, it's learning how to di- you let the, to divert it. It is nothing. It's just ignoring it. The key to the whole deal is like, wow, all right. We're here to anyway, talk about the issues. Here's what I'm going to tell you, and you can take it or leave it. No, you won't get the headlines. You won't get the screaming. Of and the that's th- what they want. I that's think that, it. Yeah, that's exactly There's yeah. the problem, yep. is that you won't get the, the moment of the night of saying scum, and that's on us. That's on the people of the United States. We can blame politicians all we want. As long as we're entertained by the word scum over any substance, then that's what we get. We deserve it. Crazy. And sitting back saying, ooh, we need a guy who'd really fight back harder or somebody who's got better insults. What is this? The dozens? The Triumph the Insult? They've turned into. Triumph the Insult would be the best person on that stage. That kid, The dog would be amazing. But, yeah, I, I, know, I know about 12 more people that I would trust uh, to be more tactful and, uh, and intelligent than what I witnessed last night. It's brutal. And it pushes me further away from either party. And people are like, you can't make your decision. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be forced into one camp. Crazy or impotent? No, thanks. I'll take logical. Somewhere in the middle here. Where most people live. Where most people live. But we're forced to dive into... uh, I didn't want to get off on this, but watching that last night was depressing. I think that's the the game plan. That's the... The psychology of it is the shock and the, you know, right off the bat. We can smooth that out down the line. But you got to get the attention. You got to, you know, because of that scumbag thing, they now say, and who clearly was the winner of this debate. Yeah, well, they didn't even say winner, just the one that re- the most remember, most the one memorable I heard this moment. morning said, right. Uh, she was the winner. The most memorable moment was definitely when she attacked the idiot. That idiot attacked that idiot. And they're like, wow, those idiots really, that idiot beat that idiot. And then it's polling numbers. Yeah. And they have zero. Yeah. And they're just making, like Brett said, Trump won last night. Again. So depressing. She's probably went, probably grew for last night. It did. He's like 60-something percent because the people underneath. Again, I don't know how you can have a gaggle of our words screaming and yelling and not one person can step up above and go, guys, the answer's over here. Let's just have a moment for uh, sanity. Can we have a moment for sanity? No, it doesn't play on TV. doesn't play on TV. You would think after a couple of these debates already, these campaign managers would be like, uh, this is looking a little ridiculous. Yeah. People don't want that. <laughs> They're the ones that I want to meet. But, yeah. The campaign managers are like, nice job. Like, how in the world can you be proud of that? Last Got night? that scumbag mode. Yeah. Good, oh. good, good. It was you great. called them scum. That was so meaningful. And it's like, wow. What did we learn last night? I don't know. She, she called the guy scum. And that TikTok is evidently bad. <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. And again, man, again, I'm here for the jokes now. I'm here for landing a few of those and getting out of this mess. Yeah, because otherwise you'd go crazy. Yeah. You just keep waiting for that knight in shining armor to come riding through and saying, I got this. I got the best of everybody. He I mean, is, we, but he's in court right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's the one. He's going to be the Republican knight shining armor. And right now, that makes sense to me. And somehow or another, that shouldn't, but it does. Like, wow, I can't wait for Trump to come back and shut them up and just be. It's crazy. Where was his? He, he did have a little rally. 
Yeah, he did a few, the, few miles okay. away. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. You guys see him tonight? But it's depressing, and I get sad for people who fall in and dive in completely. And I'm just over the whole politics thing. I'm just done with it. Like I want to. Again, local. Think local. And how come – here's another political thing. Let's go political today since we're in that season now. Uh, how come the voters that scream and yell that the voting system is broken don't ever do it for local elections? How come yesterday's or Tuesday's wasn't rigged? Well, the Russians don't care about what's right. going on in Phoenix. Right, you know, so. Why is it that because all not, the things – Because not as many people vote. They could count them easier. Sure, I guess. So it's just Tuesday wasn't rigged. Tuesday yeah. was completely clean. It should be a celebration. Uh, yeah. of, Look, it seemed we like We got it through went this one yeah. 100% no complaints. But it's only when it seems like your guy's going to lose. They Bonds had plenty and, of ink. They yep, had uh, money towards uh, environmental issues. It's probably the most rigged are the ones they don't pay attention to. I, I would imagine that Tuesday's election is probably more rigged than the ones that yeah, all the when it, when, when it went off flawless. Yeah, when it goes off flawlessly, that's when I'm like, that thing had to be pushed one day. Who's going to count? The, who's going to go after this? Where's the watchful eye this on that? This bill got 99% <laughs> yes. Right. right. And now 80% of my paycheck goes to environmental water needs? I'd like, what? At least in Maricopa County it does. Like, how come these are the ones you'd rig? Ask Brett. He's Italian. If you're going to rig an election, you do the little ones. Those are the ones that go your way, and you get a lot more in there, and you sneak stuff by. The big elections, everybody's paying attention. You don't rig those. It's too risky. Nobody's screaming about a rigged election this last Tuesday. Even though it's all, you know, it's money. The, the These little elections are all about your cash. Nobody pays attention right. to them crazy we're all nuts we've all gone nuts where the real truth of the matter is what happens when we die and i know this don't go to colorado have you been paying attention to that 190 bodies they finally arrested the people that ran the uh i forget the name of the place rack and pack and stack yeah, basically <laughs> we work in volume you got a dead body we want it crazy eddie yeah, it's crazy eddie's everything must die sam there's a funeral home in Colorado, 190 decaying bodies. That is a backlog. I think at 19, I stop intake. Right? I got 19 bodies. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm way behind. But if your uh, you know, storage area still has room. But if you've got storage for 200, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. you've made an error. You've Business heard, is good. You purchased too many refrigerators. Business should be pretty good no matter what. Everyone gets involved in the business eventually. Uh, the, Cal- or the Colorado Funeral Home, return to nature funeral homes. That's where they stick you in the ground and make plants. <laughs> they got uh, four felony charges, including abuse of a corpse, theft, money laundering, and forgery. Because uh, they had 190 bodies that they just couldn't get to. You know, filing cabinets filled with humanity. <laughs> Like, oh my God! And just you know that 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 is a recession-proof business. The funeral home. My uncle and his parents did that. My uncle was a golf pro, like almost PGA golf too. Like this dude was close. And uh, as he's going through the circuit and getting through in the late seventies, early eighties, playing some serious golf, his family's funeral home hit a little snag. They needed some help. He's like, I'm quitting golf because that's where the money is. And he's like, I guarantee money here. This golf thing's work. I'll just and he just became a pro at a golf club and, and helped out with the family Stiffs. biz. I'm I was there once. I didn't realize this when I was five, four years old. They used to babysit me in the 
basement where the bodies were. Oh. I didn't know that. I have memories of it, but I didn't remember them being dead bodies because they're all just, they're like mannequins. And I would, they'd let me draw on the walls. I remember that part. They'd give me odd crayons and let me draw on their walls. So, like, there's some funeral home in Indiana with, like, just weird kid drawings on the walls while they did their work behind me. And I, I didn't, I have maybe blocked it all out. But, you know, I remember the sounds of, as they're going over and getting things, you know, sewn up and carved off and makeup done and getting ready for funerals and stuff. And there's bodies. Didn't even dawn on me. But they had a bunch of them. And by a bunch, I mean four or five beds in one room when I think back. My grandfather. 190? 190. 100. Uh, and they're still, uh, you know, uh, identifying. They said they found 110. They're stacked. Because someone living in that area started smelling mm-hmm. foul odor in the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, that was the one in Atlanta where the guy was keeping him in his shed because he ran out of room the inside. And he stacked them all up and they started to melt. Oh. They became a puddle of people. And when they went in there to try to get them, they're like, there's no way we can get identification off some of these because the middle bodies had fused to the bodies under and above and become like these puddles of bluck. That's the thing. If you're taking a dead body, like, sure, all right, uh, Mr. Vesley, sorry for your loss. We'll take that right out of your hands. You take the bag and you're like, "Uh, I'll put him in the freezer with this guy. If you're doubling down in freezers, put up a sign outside that says, no vacancies. You're done. How in the world? I guess the money. I guess it's the money speaks. I told you this story, but it's been a while. My grandfather and his brother, this is in the early uh, 1900s, the, their father was in charge of the infirmary in Cincinnati. So they'd take the bodies. They would drive the body to the morgue. They'd take the same road in Cincinnati. My grandfather said one time, my brother and I, Art, took the body the back of the car we propped him up in the back seat sure we stopped for a drink at this bar and we told the bartender to take a drink to the guy, the guy out in the car oh, Jesus. <laughs> they thought that's the funniest thing ever pretty, they'd be arrested. pretty oh they're going to jail they should have been going they should have gone to jail then but hilarious and you got a weekend at bernie's thing you're gonna play with it for a minute if somebody trusts me with a dead body for a half an hour i'm gonna be like one or two little items i'm gonna move them around maybe put a hat on them i'm using the carpool lane that's for sure but yeah, and don't stop at the bar. Take I the body right to the morgue. Can't imagine going to work every day. Like sometimes you feel pressure at work because you're just behind. I have a friend of mine right now who's a sales guy, he's feeling the heat from sales. Sales are down. <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm stressed. I feel a lot of stress. Now imagine you go to work every day and go, all right, we got to do something about those 200 dead bodies. What are we at? <laughs> what are we at? 50, 60? I mean, no, 200. Only yeah, how many lives? We were a little further behind I than I thought, count. Todd. Like, where are we at? Uh, I would have guessed about 45. I, I, I hit 190. We've got a problem back there. I know Brett's family is the only one that can understand having 190 dead bodies somewhere. But you guys are doing it on purpose. Like, that's a good win. As long as the lake stays afloat, you know, stays yeah. full, we're good. You can't have a shallow waters. Right. Even Brett's folks would be like, 190? Five mm. at a time. Yeah, ooh, Let's that's not a go high. crazy here. We don't need a whole truckload. And I started thinking last night when I saw the story, like, how many, well, like, how much space does 190 bodies take up? So I started thinking of my house. Could I fit 190 laying down people in my house? No. <laughs> That's, it's, think about your house right now. It's the square footage. 
You've you, got to. I mean, average person's five eight. Stacking, I know, but like in this room itself, if you were to say, you know how like they, I think of the uh, like when you're buying a tent, that's an eight man tent. Yeah, and you see how they stack for this. But you don't even, I'm not even talking about stacking. I'm talking laying side by side, shoulder to shoulder, floor only. Yeah, you could not fit 190 people in your home. No, you, you got to stack. Not even close, right? So then you do another layer. And how many would that It would be about a home and a half of a, that is so many bodies. We could maybe fill this room of ceiling to. With 190? Yeah. It'd be pretty damn close. I don't know. I oh mean, it would, it would be full. Think of that. It's yeah. a vault of humanity. Good Lord. All they had to do is pay Jose a little double time, overtime to, <laughs> to keep the fire going a little bit longer. This is where I thought of you. Well, they didn't even have that. You were a consultant. Yeah, I like to take you care of You go over and look and go, wow, you guys, I don't know what you're thinking here, but all right, we got a lot of work to do. The Wolf <laughs> Italian Company yeah. comes in. You got too many dead bodies. They know what to do. Give me a barrel. Give me a phone number. Give me a truck. That's all I'm going to need. We got to get rid of those. And how they just kept staying. Now, in a way, I find them somewhat honorable. They got a little bit lost in their job. But they never once just started to throw them in the lake. Their intentions were to eventually get to them. So would I. There would have been such a massive lake. Like that lake would have risen. Oh, well, man. the lake is we have no rain and the lake's risen about 13 feet. The drought's over. Yeah, I'd have just been pushing bodies down into that water with rocks in there. The water would have risen up. But 190 bodies and they had an intention of evidently to get them taken care of eventually. But yet it also sounds like they could have properly stored the bodies. Maybe. Because that's the charge improperly stored. 190 is, I don't know how you or why you would have room for 200 bodies. I don't know why you would have that. And then and here's the other the... thing. Who was in the boxes? They weren't making them. Then they weren't having funerals. Right. They are charging full pole. But the families didn't notice there was no funeral? That's my point. They probably rotated the same box. That's they had what like I'm wondering. four or five Who's different in there? models. They're just cutting heads off and plopping it on yeah. another body? Who's in there? Or it's going in one of the uh, mausoleums. Or How the... hard is this job? Put it in a box, put it in the ground. How do you fall behind is the other question. Got too many things to do. You slap a little makeup on there, stuff them in there. We missed embalming that one. That's fine. The worms will take care of it. Get them in. You know, the other thing this is, is um, those could have been all like closed casket. Who's going in the ground? You've been to a funeral. They put them in there right in front of you. Oh, man, it's a little, they pulled little their more, website down, too. I was looking at their website. <laughs> it's a little more labor. You put them in, we'll finish it up. We'll get it when you guys It'll leave. Take, Thanks take it back out. There's nothing in the box. There's nothing in the box. How hard is the job? If you've got a box, you've got a place to put them. So you didn't finish the job. No one's checking. I've never been to a funeral where Uncle Dave goes over and pokes and go, hey, you forgot to disembowel this one. You didn't embalm him. Oh, shut up, idiot. We're putting him in the ground. Big deal. And are they, are they are they ones that I mean is their deal they they don't bury and there's okay. like a natural well, process it's, it's I don't know it's called they're nature's. green burials without yeah. embalming fluid okay that's in easier. a biodegradable casket this is simple so everything was already degrading as it was what? sitting there so they're throwing the back so they had a giant farm what was going on yeah. with the funerals where were they where was the family in the green funeral if they're not embalming or doing anything. This is easy. They're over there by a giant mulch pile and just throwing stuff in on 
Oh, it's so cool. Their dad. They were keeping them because they wanted them. They used to offer cremation services, but stopped in 23. I'd have fired up the uh, Weber out back and started cremating again. <laughs> yeah. Some of, get a Brady's a little upset because that's kind of low level grilling, but maybe a wolf or a Sub Zero. Do they make well, grills? Too? Weber's got a new unit out there. It would work <laughs> pretty, nice, pretty would have yeah. liked though. All right. Weber will do. You don't want to go anything below a Genesis system. And then, you know. <laughs> yeah. The green egg, probably not good. Maybe for green babies. Green egg gets heat. But, yeah, it takes a long time. It's a long time. And look, they had nothing but time on their hands. They did. Yeah. They could have kept that they've been they've been dabbling in time issues for a long while i just don't get where the families were like well what happened here because the first guy you know patient one out of 190 had to have a funeral like a year ago this this 190 didn't just show up from some mass shooting or a building collapsing i understand if they had an immediate rush of business this is over time so number one guy where was his funeral what's the family doing who's in the box now it all started had to have been this year, said 2023, they stopped doing the uh, cremation. Yes. cremation. Now they're stacking up. Okay. I had a fire back now, up. So you're, you're just handing to, fireplace ashes to people? You're, or a plant, oh. a potted plant, because they're letting them naturally. Yeah, but if there's before that, though, the, the ashes, like, if they, right. they stop that, like, you we're gotta, not doing that anymore. You got an overrun of urns and. Where are the where are the families? It says we've notified approximately 137 families. We've released approximately 25 loved ones back to their family. As to I don't today. want it back. I don't want grandma don't that's want been back. in there for six months. Well, a lot of times we wanted grandma. What are we doing? We wanted grandma out in the first you place. Yeah, put them in the back. Yeah. Oh. Well, you're giving her to me now. This isn't right. I gave her to you in the cook it preheat oven 1850 yeah. degrees and let's go. We put grandma in a home five years ago to not deal with. You think we want to deal with her now? She's been rotting in a Colorado room Man. for. Uh, the story's crazy, but it makes me wonder. Like, I get it that you were behind and you have 199. What's the thing in between? Where were the. What was going on at these funerals? How about the. I mean, just the. You think of the process like the. When you get. If you just get the straight bag of ashes of your deceased one. Yeah. No one rarely checks. You don't I mean, look. Like I did with my dog to make sure that her his. Uh, like you did a DNA check. Well, on no, the belt? Benny had a, a, a knee replacement. Oh, and you could tell. So maybe. his metal was in there. So I opened the bag, came in, and I scooted around like I said, just give me a bag of ashes and his. I think it's a T lap. I forget what that's called. But the, they have a little metal replacement for his knee was in his ashes. I ended up breaking down crying because of it. Cause now I'm holding a bag of you know burned dog, but. It was in there, and I'm like, this is legit. Like, it's a legit thing. But it would be so easy to do because you just get that, you're just assuming, okay. Nobody looks. Yeah. My Uncle Bob's funeral, I peeked at the oh. casket for like a half a minute. I'm like, look. And I knew for a fact that they'd gutted him because I was on the phone giving his parts away to an organ donor. They took his veins and his skin, so I don't know what was under that suit. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. But I guess now you have to kind of poke and prod to make sure that what's going on there is legit. Because otherwise, it's just like the paper mache heads from Escape from Alcatraz sitting in the box. They're not doing any of their work. But I don't know how hard it is to just put a dead guy in a box and go, we're done here. I I did a poor job on that one, but nobody's going to notice. Somebody's had 2019 death dates, according to the document. What happened back in 2019? I don't know. What did they watch go in the earth? The pandemic hit. They had nothing to do. They were sitting around the whole time. They could have burned up a few more. What is this? What the hell's going on? Yeah. I don't get it. And if you've already lied to the family and buried something else. They're not going to know. Cook it and shut up. Yeah.
Set it and forget it. Exactly. All Ron Popeil. That's right. I'm creeped out by the world. Oh. Like 24 hours ago, I was fine, and now I'm like, what is happening? How do you fall behind 190 bodies? And again, I could fall behind my job. I could get 10, 12 back. Then I'm just going to hit the brakes for a second. I know the money's good. But evidently, I'm in a good situation where I can start turning away business. I can redirect you to another uh, bury it without embalming it place. 130 bodies, pure profit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the way You're paying no that whole... Working. That's right. You're 100% profit on this body because you didn't do a lick of work. And eventually, you had to go to work with the unbelievable pressures of opening that one door. Like, There's tons of them in here, too. Stan, we've got a, uh, a smell Ooh. problem. We got to get another storage facility. What? They don't have very good cooling. Look, we're Colorado. Just for the winter, we'll get this done by February. Hundred and ninety funeral place just bought a pallet of air fresheners. I don't know what's going on. I just don't get it. The FBI told uh, loved ones <laughs> who were among the decaying bodies, meaning that they were given uh, ashes of non-family members. Yeah. So, like, you're carrying around an urn of grandma, and it could be uh, Freddie, the used car yeah. dealer down it's the road. It's a Duraflame. I guarantee, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to happen. All it's time. a Duraflame and a couple of mosquito sticks, and it's... Now they're taking samples of ashes to check... Uh, oh, I mean, no. Wow. I'm just going to take your word for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not digging Close into Close enough. It. You can DNA sample the ashes? I, that's, I, if there's bone... Yeah, that, um, that might be maybe teeth or something. Yeah. Shouldn't be, because the heat... Basically, that's the point of the crematorium it's, is to I know, bust but it's it not down. like a fine. Oh, dust. it is. There's, have you ever felt yeah, that? Because the the dog ones I have are like a uh, granular. It's down to nothing. There's no bone. The only thing you oh, get is well, metal. I saw um, saw Ronnie's mom. I saw uh, you saw Lita teeth. Tor- no, not teeth. But I knew say. it wasn't. I thought it would be like you know you're scooping your fireplace ashes, yeah. real fine stuff. That's it, it wasn't. Are. It was pretty fine, but there's enough like. Jeez, I didn't get any chunks. I mean, what do you do? Dig out a teaspoon to give to the FBI? Because they want to analyze it. (laughs) They're they're asking for it. Yeah. Here you go. And then you find out, oh, that is your, uh, that's Uncle Kerry. He's good. (laughs) Oh, good. Can we have our teaspoon back at least? No, no, we we need it. He's he's missing parts now. Because they might take some of that, you know, if they're scooping stuff and take the metal out because it'll they they deliver in a bag that that metal could puncture through that bag. All right. Here's the new thing for me then. If, in fact, I pass, i got to go over to Trajan and put this in my will. My funeral, I want to be uh, hung up Blood Eagle style above the crowd, just so you know I'm there. So, no, I'm not. I want my whole nude body to be Blood Eagled above the group, saying, all right, we know for sure he's here, and we're not pulling a ruse in the box. There he is. There's no questioning that he's not stacked on stacks. What if we get it passed like at the Tempe Town Lake and you can do those stacks, those fires like they do in the riverbanks? Yeah. There and Big pile fires of people. And push the rest in there for chum. <laughs> people would love that. <laughs> if we just got rid of the bodies publicly. We're going to get rid of this problem over here. If you guys want to come down, five bucks. Kids get in free. Balloons. Clowns. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So that story hit me last night right after that political thing. I'm like, ah, the world's falling apart. And other news. Colorado people were arrested for stacking about 190. Can you imagine being 190 burgers behind at McDonald's? You'd stop the drive-thru, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You just, uh, you just, at a certain point, you just have to go, I can't do this anymore. No, but, but what that would be is there's stuff in the bag with something. They're putting something in your bag. And you're thinking, 
Grandma's been buried for five years. <laughs> right. Or fired up. And you get, yeah, and you get the phone we call. We got our bag. She's here. We got her. She's been melting. Then who do I have? It doesn't matter. Uh, we got pictures. We're going to give her back to you, though, because we don't know what to do. And then you get gooey, gloppy, gelatinous, oh. five-year-old dead grandma body that's, back. That's, yeah. Well, it's, it's <laughs> going to another place. Like you put a it in giant a Visqueen block or something. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, here you go. Yellow and blue make green. Do yeah. not open this because <laughs> what's in there? This is your gelatinous grandma. Sorry. She's been sitting outside for a few years. Improperly stored. What do you mean we're not at the temperature? <laughs> what the, yeah. Oh. Where's that in the dirty dining report? How come Channel 3 never talks about these? I don't care if, uh, you know, Fantasticos and Cave Creek gets a, you know has the cheese at the wrong temperature. Start uh, doing the dirty dining reports at these funeral homes. Let's go in and start checking these guys out. I, 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 that's a cottage industry right there to go through as a health inspector and go, all right, well, we had clean dishes next to 190 dead bodies. That's a demerit. You're going on Channel 3 tonight. Yet is going to talk about you. This this lady got a bracelet that was left on her dead mother back, and it still had some substance left oh, on it when goo. she got it back. Dead lady, <laughs> it's got dead lady oh. goo. Dead lady goo. I don't think any what? amount of jail or prison time will justify my brother having to clean my mother's rotting flesh off the bracelet oh, they gave us back. God. And she's not this wrong. Is, no, it's... Oh, my Jesus. Oh... oh. It's my favorite tennis bracelet. <laughs> they didn't even have the decency to dip that in some palm olive before they gave it back yeah. to the... Here you go. What did you just... Pe- yeah, it, it, some of the chunks inside of that uh, <laughs> chunk bracelet. Sorry about that. That's grandma goo. She's been dead for how long? Four years, but it's cool. We kept her jewels. Hey, the most valuable parts of grandma are in your hands. Get off my ass. Horrifying. Yeah, blood eagle me. Hang me above the rest of everybody. There's John. There's no question. That's him. In fact, I might get a tattoo just so they can't screw around. And I won't tell anybody about it except for, like, you and maybe, like, three other people. Brady will be like, I got to look for the tattoo, make sure they're not trying to pull a fast one. Colorado, huh? Effing hippies ruining the world again. There's the other thing. Thanks, Josh. Hippies. (laughs) They're to blame here. You nature people. I like going in the woods like anybody else, but I take a hibachi in one of those showers that you heat in the sun. I'm not screwing around. I'm glamping. You hippies and your nature way are screwing around with what's been working since King Tut. We embalm, we stuff in the ground, or we burn. When none of this nature garbage, you guys can't do it. You hippies are terrible at your jobs. Gotta get back with nature. It was a rogue operation. Shut up back with nature. It caused the plague you're back with nature, burying people without gutting them first. You have dead bodies on grounds. You have animals that dig them up and eat them. Then they get sick and start passing that on to other things, and it just it's cyclical. Embalming's good. Right now, you got two or three of the other businesses just going heavy radio and TV. Oh. We've got the hottest fires in Colorado. <laughs> Plenty of room for your dead ones. No hippie burials. You hippies, you take it the way we do. Well, I don't want to be embalmed. I want to get back to nature. Then hang yourself. We'll take care of it when you're done. Get back to nature. Shut up. Read a book. Dead bodies caused the problem. We need to clean them up. You can't have just buried people in the backyard and their hearts rotting out. You'll get a coyote problem. Then your dogs are going to get killed. Grandma gets her stuff sucked out. We do that. We clean out all that goo, burn it up, give you the shell in a box. You put it in the ground and everybody's happy. 
So you want to sell that diamond, gold, and leather bracelet? That's not leather. <laughs> it's not leather. It's just chunks of granny. Oh. Why is this thing covered in uh, melted Laffy Taffy? Oh, that's your grandma's body just chunked in there. Yeah. Hippies. Knock it off, hippies. Well, yeah, just Adam's right. You know who we need on this is Gordon Ramsay. The Shut bodies are rotting in the back of the store. What are you doing? Stop taking business. The punters come in. You tell them no. But we really need the money, Gordon. It's like, you've got 190 bodies you haven't touched yet. Granny jumps uh, up. Granny yeah. jumps up, chef. <laughs> what are you doing? You're, you're killing the dead. How are you doing it? At least have the decency to wash the bracelet. Well, we wanted it back immediately. And... Hippies. Yeah, hippies, I've had it with you. I've had it with all of you. None of what you hippies have done has been good, ever. You screwed up music. You made everybody think Woodstock was good. It was a nightmare. A pregnancy, mud, and rape. And we somehow or another put it on a pedestal. Hippies are the worst. The worst. I like white rappers more than I like hippies. And they're doing nothing for society either. Maybe Little Dicky and Eminem. There's always a couple. But most of them, they're terrible. Hippies. You know, if we just don't embalm the bodies, it's the way nature intended. Yeah, and the plague came from idiots. Oh, I hate hippies. I hate them so much. Hate them. Love is what we need. That's never worked. Judgment and hate. That's what gets the world spinning faster. (laughs) Go take care of those bodies. I guess if you're going back to nature, you were happy. You just stacked them up like they used to back in the medieval days. Yuck, the Are they in the running? For, um... No, because well, because it's yeah. got to be localized. Yeah. They can't do the S heel of the year. If we had that locally, they'd be the Halfords. They'd be up there. Unbelievable. Uh, it's six twenty six. So if you've recently lost someone, poke around where you got them getting fixed up, and make sure you're getting what you get. Get your money's worth. Open the box. I'm saying. I know it's hard. You open the box. Make sure you paid for what you paid for, and what's inside the box is supposed to be. You don't have a bunch of you know checks mix with rocks in it. Well, somebody said stuff a rare coin up the, uh, and uh, when you get the ashes back, look for the coin. Hold on a second. I'm like, wow. <laughs> stuff a rare coin up your dead family member's ass. Yep, and if, then when if, you get the ashes back, sift through it and find out if it's there. That's why they put them over the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if, in fact, you're not distraught enough to to, to, to go in and shove up a there, coin yeah. up a dead family member's ass, you don't care what ashes come back. I agree. <laughs> If I can anally vi- look, get Nathan Sutherland involved, maybe to put a coin here. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's emailed a few times. He's over there. Oh, he's here already? Yeah. Oh, Nate. How you never disappoint. Man, the best thing about 190 dead bodies is they don't kiss and tell. Signed the great Nathan <laughs> Sutherland. So true. Anyway, the world's gone bananas. Bananas. Uh, it's 627. Let's get a wake-up song. And again, if you've lost someone recently, you have two options. Open the box, my thing, and make sure you're getting what you paid for. Or one of our gentle listeners that calls in and says, shove something up their ass and make sure it gets back in the cream, cremation. That's, that's the true gift of love right there. Dad, I'm going to miss you so much. You're the, my whole life, I'm just going to shove this doubloon up your ass and make sure that they cremate you proper. So long, old man. A backhoe in 30 minutes. No more body what? problems. Lazy Fs. That's my thing. <laughs> Especially if they're not embalming. There's no work here. It's the biggest scam going. A backhoe. You rent some heavy equipment and you just take care of the problem. You can got a bobcat for a couple hundred bucks. It'd be fine. Which is why, in a weird way, I sort of feel sorry for them. They did have good intentions. They weren't just backhoeing 
the problem. Well, once the stack-up happened, they tracked them down, the couple uh, at uh, Wagner, Oklahoma. Yeah, they moved. <laughs> they got away from uh, it. That smelled too bad. And they're charged with crimes of abuse of a corpse, yeah. theft, money laundering, and forgery. Yeah, because they took money and didn't do a money. thing. Just Obviously kept, enough kept to roll out of town. Yeah. Well, think how expensive it is for funerals and stuff like that, man. They're, they're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Figure twelve hundred bucks a body, yeah, and that's that's just the ones they didn't do. Imagine the ones they were actually getting the job. Put that organic brand, and you know that organic brand on it. Back to nature. Organic Mm. funerals. Like all you got to do is take the body and stuff it in the box. I don't know how they fell behind. Pay a premium. Don't know how they fell behind. (laughs) Hippies. Goddamn green hippies. I'm going to go home today. On my way home, I'm going to stop at Walgreens. I don't know if they still sell it. I'm going to get like ten cans of Aquanet. And I'm just going to spray it in the air after, just to piss off some hippies. Just, <laughs> just going to load up aerosol cans into the air. Bring the late '80s back, freaking hippies. Let's get a wake up song. Five eight five nine eight hundred. We'll get a good one out there today and try to reset this crooked world. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now.